Hello, everyone, and welcome to Reporter Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Medin, and today to talk about our article, Really Makes You Ink, I'm joined by Justin Frolic. Hi, I'm a graphic designer for a reporter and a tattoo designer. Great, as well as Kevin Zamperon. I am a leisure editor. I wrote this article, and I got a tattoo. <laughs> nice. Uh, so earlier we were talking, you, you came up with the title, Really Makes You Ink. Yep. That was, um, I was really struggling with the title, and I was just like, that's a funny pun. And then I wrote Matt and that the title, and that's how all titles happen. Yeah. A little I behind the it. scenes for the journalism world. I dig the pun. All right. So can you just briefly describe for our listeners what the article's about? Um, so tattoo culture is, is very specific and very interesting, and it's starting to become more mainstream. And I think it's something that... People are aware of and they see, maybe they'll walk by, they'll see a tattoo parlor, maybe some, they'll see someone has a tattoo or something like that, but they don't really know the history and intricacies of the culture. So I thought I would kind of go into that and at the same time kind of make this an article for anyone who's like interested in getting a tattoo. And I figured, hey, what better way to you know, learn about tattoos than go through the process of actually getting one? That's a great idea. So I'm curious because you're, you know, learning about the process of getting a tattoo, how do you feel after getting the tattoo? Do you feel any different? Well, it hurts, um, <laughs> but I don't feel any different. Uh, <laughs> it's still my skin, and that's uh, that's one thing that's kind of important about you know tattooing and understanding that is that it's, it's a part of your body still, even though it looks different. Like, it's it's just your skin, you know what I mean? So it's gonna grow with you, it's a part, you know, it's part of your body, no one else can touch it but you if they don't want to, and you, really, you don't have to explain it to anyone else but yourself, because it is your body. I really like that attitude, but unfortunately, I feel like not everyone feels that way because mm-hmm. there is like a really big stigma around tattoos to this day. I think it's less, you know. I mean, of, of course, there's always the, the the shock when you bring it home to mom and dad. Hi, mom and dad. <laughs> I didn't tell you I got this until later. Uh, <laughs> you didn't tell them before. No. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> they're finding out on this podcast. They're right? gonna find out <laughs> at some point. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, it's a, a much less stigma. You can you're not going to get like turned down until unless you have a really exposed tattoo. In this article, actually, I spoke to um, a lab technologist or medical technologist, um, and she had very visible tattoos, and she still got hired. And this is like a you know white collar job, you know, not like a like a barista or like an artist or anything like that. And then when she got hired, she was like, okay, I'm going to get a throat tattoo because she got a throat tattoo, and like it looks cool, and she still has a job, and she can still do her job, and it's it doesn't really affect your performance and there's no like like nobody's gonna assume you're like a criminal or something just because you have a tattoo so the, the stigma is lessening but it's still maybe not so professional right like in your opinion in, in both your opinions do you think tattoos are professional and do you think that the professional world agrees uh, I think tattoos are professional I think it depends on like what you're trying to accomplish like what career you have like if it's some like you're saying like a white collar job and like you can't really have like stuff on your hands or, or stuff but when you're in a creative field and you're sort of it's not affecting your performance at all or your ability to actually get the job done I feel like they, you know, there wouldn't be a problem with it yeah and I when when one third of our generation has tattoos you can't just say you I'm not gonna hire you if I have, if you have a tattoo because you're missing out on one third of the job market and like especially in this like weird post economy like you can't turn down good talent even if they have a picture of like a dog on their arm like that that shouldn't come into the equation of whether you hire someone or not so do you see maybe 30 40 years down the road tattoo everyone's got a tattoo and it's just kind of normal i don't see like any kind of future with like president neck tattoo but like (laughs) i think yeah i mean it's just gonna happen 
All right, so so real quick, I want you to describe for our audience what your tattoo is. Um, it is a, a skeleton of a plesiosaur. Um, a plesiosaur is an extinct marine reptile, not a dinosaur. There's oh, a difference. I um, a dinosaur earlier. Not a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> and I have it on my uh, upper left arm going from a little bit above my elbow to my shoulder. All right, so, so where did you get it done, if you want to plug real quick? Oh, I got a steadfast tattoo, and very easy process. Highly recommend them. Cool. So, so that's here in Rochester. That is here in Rochester. It's by Dogtown. So I'm curious. You you talk a lot about kind of tattoo culture in general in the article, but I wonder if you know anything about like a Rochester tattoo culture, or even RIT specifically for either of you. I don't know about um, RIT specifically because there aren't really any. I guess there aren't any tattoo parlors on campus, unfortunately. Um, but every year the uh, we, we have a big like fest not festival um, convention tattoo convention and. I, th- I forget who it's sponsored by, but um, but and then all the artists come to Rochester, and that's where when a lot of people get tattoos. Like there's a big collection of traveling artists, and they'll, they'll go up and they'll get flash tattoos. They'll pay like sixty to hundred bucks or something, and they'll just get something pre-made on them, mm-hmm. just because for the fact that it's like made by these like really cool artists, you know. Um, and then in town, you know, there's there's a bunch of great uh, parlors. There's like White Tiger, there's Steadfast, there's Kamikaze. So really, yeah, I, th- I think there's a pretty solid tattoo culture here. Neat. Um, I Justin, you designed this tattoo, right? Yeah. So first, I want to ask, like, do you have like dreams of being a tattoo artist one day? Um. Well, I I did for a little bit. I thought tattoos were like the coolest thing, and and um, I watched a show on Spike. It's called Ink Master, and it's about uh, tattoo artists and how they are sort of um, going through the history of a bunch of tattoos. And while it's it's a I don't want to say a reality show, but it's like a competition show where like who can be like the ink master and where like they can do every sort of style and any sort of skin in any sort of condition. And I just thought it's like the coolest show. Like it's not like your typical, you know, big brother or whatever. It's like this show about art and art on skin. And it's just like so cool. And um, looking into, you know, doing Kevin's tattoo, I was looking at some of the black line illustration tattoos that were actually on the show and that's how I was sort of like had uh that's where I pulled most of my inspiration from and sort of how my style as an artist has developed through seeing all these different artists from different cities and different parts of the world doing all these sort of tattoos in six hours and you know like once or twice a week and I just thought it was like so cool so yeah that sounds pretty awesome yeah So, so what goes into designing a tattoo um well this is the first tattoo that I've ever really designed. So um, while I was designing Kevin's, uh, I was just sort of researching um, tattoo artists who I knew did Blackline Illustration tattoos and the ones who were on the show. Um, and I was just sort of looking at their style and how they go about it, like what what goes into the preparation. Like do what do they look look at? Like do they look at real you know, bones and skeletons, or you really kind of pull off of pictures and off of, like, more illustration type of thing. So I was kind of going back and forth with that. Black Lion illustration is um, very um, sort of, it's like an outline, but there's no color, and it's um, kind of like cross-hatching where you see mostly all the shadows, and it's just kind of in um, just, uh, like, black, black and white, I guess, sort of thing. And that's sort of the style that I'm very interested in now and what I kind of wanted to do with Kevin's tattoo. Because, um, like, I saw that he had another tattoo like like that. It was more, um, like, bulky, I guess, kind of. Yeah, and 
I just thought that was really cool and wanted to do something like that, but not, you know, copy it exactly. So that's how I kind of came up with that. For the viewers at home, my other tattoo is a dodo bird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like an animal theme going on? Extinct animals. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. So what's next? I don't know. Uh, maybe a, there was like a Tasmanian tiger. That was pretty cool. Oh, neat. Yeah. Well, let me know when you get it. <laughs> um, so, so one thing you mentioned in your article um, is that just at the end you talk about how for, for some women, um, uh, getting a tattoo can be a, a benefit for their mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure that's true for other people too. Is there any, any thoughts on why that might be true? I mean, I'm not a psychologist. I can't really speak to the actual science of this. And of course, this was just one study, so you can't say anything definitively. But I think that getting a tattoo can be an act of self-reclamation. So if you've experienced trauma in the past, and especially if you're a woman, it feels like your body isn't your own, like it's been taken by someone else and you have associations with it that aren't entirely centered on yourself. So by like coming up with your own art and making this decision of, as to what your body is gonna look like, it can like help allay those kinds of feelings. And I, I, I think that happens a lot. I think most people who get tattoos want to get a tattoo for the sake of getting a tattoo, but I don't think that's as shallow as people would think because I think it is a, there is some sort of like mental process um, when getting a tattoo. I think it changes you on the inside and out because there's a ritual to it and it's it's happened for like thousands of years and it's had a million different connotations and a million different cultures. So I think it's something that's like on some level more important than just like here's a picture on my skin. So do you think that you're talking about different reasons for getting a tattoo and that a lot of people get a tattoo to get a tattoo. Is mm-hmm. that is that maybe why a reason that people who aren't into tattoos kind of, de- is that something maybe they detract, like like there's no value to it sort of thing? I, I talked to someone in the article who got a tattoo. The first tattoo she got was because she was really into a band when she was like 18. And, you know, she doesn't regret it, but it's not her favorite tattoo. Um, but then the rest of the tattoos she got, she got because they're aesthetically pleasing, and those are, are her favorite tattoos. So and I, th- I think there are two different kinds of people, um, people that get need a meaning for a tattoo and people that look, see the tattoo as more like, you know, getting a tattoo for the sake of getting a tattoo, like the value of having a tattoo. So, uh, where, where do you fall? Um, I'm a little more to the just having one to have one. I think there can, there can be a meaning, but I also think that uh, meaning can be had in multiple different ways. Like, it's, it's meaningful because I got this for an article. You know, not just because of what the picture itself represents. Like, honestly, I got a plesiosaur because I like plesiosaurs. <laughs> I feel like that's all the meaning I really need. But I think that, um, you know, everyone who gets a tattoo, it's like it's their body. So it's every, it's different reason for every single person. And that's you know, perfectly fine. So, Justin, you don't have a tattoo? No, I don't. I'm curious if you ever see yourself getting one. I do. Yeah. I see myself getting tattooed. Not, you know, like full body or whatever. Just not something that would be... Uh, very large because I don't really like needles much or (laughs) um but yeah I see myself getting something down the road eventually so do you do you see it being like a meaningful thing or like I want a tattoo um there's a little bit of both um yeah like I uh thought about getting tattoos you know a couple of years ago and wanted them to be meaningful yeah I would I wouldn't really get a tattoo it's just like oh, this is, like, a cool, you know, like, little picture that I saw on the side of the street. I want that on my skin sort of thing. But And when you get a tattoo, like like I said, like, by having it and getting it in a certain context, it has some meaning. Like, I'll, yeah. I'll always know I got the, my dodo bird 
for my 20th birthday. I'll know who's in the room. I'll know the artist. It's like a very, because of the preparation involved and because of like the, you know, pain you feel, you don't forget the details around it. So it does kind of create like a big, bit of a snapshot of where you are at that point in your life. Right. So, yeah. Do you feel like you're part of a club now? Um, in a way, maybe. Um, I, I don't like look at other people with tattoos and be like, hey, what's up? But like, <laughs> I, I, I know that they got, you know, they know what it feels like, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, you know, different spots have having different tattoos is a different experience, different artists or different experience. So I, I, you know, I could usually, if I see someone with a tattoo, I'll ask them about it and be like, hey, I have this, but it doesn't really go beyond that. But I guess it is a pretty good conversation starter. Yeah, well, I'm, you you have, you know, conceptions about people with tattoos. So do you guys feel like there you there's positive and negative connotations that people see when they see someone with a tattoo? I mean, if the negative connotation is that I'm scary, I feel like that gets canceled out by the fact that it's a dodo bird. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, w- whenever I talk to someone, like I've never, the meanest people I've met in my life have had no tattoos. And that's not saying that not having a tattoo makes you like a mean person, but like I don't think they're, necessarily connected and by the same you know side of the coin like some of my favorite people in the world have tattoos they're great do you think it changes your opinion of someone when you see they have a tattoo i know that they aren't like i know that they're not like a super uptight like conservative type you know because they're you're probably not gonna get a tattoo so i know on some level like we're gonna you know connect on like that level and uh yeah in, in a way you know, it's like you listen to this kind of music. Like, it doesn't necessarily imply something about your personality, but it does mean on some level we have a connection on that level, you know. Right, like sense. you're, like, inherently artistic or maybe not just stuck up or something. Or at least you can appreciate art. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I totally agree. Okay, Kevin, if our if our listeners want to see your tattoo, how can they do that? Well, um, there is a video component to this article as well as, uh, you know, photographs in the article itself. Um we had Daniel Voss to come in and, and shoot a video of me actually getting the tattoo. Hopefully I don't look that ridiculous. And and this this was done, um, he, he took it and it was sent to the video team. They edited it, so it should be out when the article is out. Are there tears? No tears. Cool. <laughs> all right, well, that's all the time we have. So that's going to wrap up this episode of Reporter Podcast. Uh, be sure to follow us on social media to see this article uh, when it hits stands or when it goes up online at reporter.rit.edu. Um, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at ReporterMag, as well as ReporterMag on Snapchat. Um, and also, as always, I'm going to ask you guys to call Rings. If you don't know what Rings is, it's an anonymous telephone line where you can call in or text and just share any thoughts you have. Uh, and if it's good, we'll publish it in the magazine. So the number for that is 585 Six seven two four eight four zero. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>